You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on all social media at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, please, please, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast, clockradiospeakers.com. Power, no longer powered by Tumblr. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Uh, no longer powered by Tumblr. Um, so you can, you can still get our previous 300 and some odd episodes there. Uh, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, we are everywhere. We're in the process of really being everywhere. We're about to be 305 worldwide. Word to Pitbull. Right? We're getting there. We're getting there. We're, we're getting there. Um, few, few other places that we're working on getting uh, distribution. That's, that sounds important. Um, where there'll be even more places where you can check out our podcast, but we're basically everywhere except for you know where and you know why. And of course, Doc is here. Doc, what is up, my good man? Oh, what is going on? Uh, I've been listening to a, a lot of classic music this week in anticipation for this episode. Um, been working on some beats, getting ready to travel. You know, the same, same old, same old. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, y'all can follow me on Twitter if you want at duck underscore beats. S not a Z same, uh, same handle on Instagram where I've been randomly posting snippets of beats as I make them. Just yes, you have. Just cause why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Cause I, I don't give it. I mean, the only person I give beats to is you and yeah. you don't rap over all of them. So like, why not? Yeah. Get your bars. Yeah. Get your bars off. No pun intended. <laughs> Get your get your beats off. I I almost I tried to throw something off of our project under a Cassidy video, but it just we don't yeah it didn't work. Yeah, look at you, Mister. I'm going viral. I'm going viral a few times. Uh, going into the new year. <laughs> Listen, let me, I'm gonna say two things. Two things. Number one, if you are a producer or a rapper, or if you create something and you don't like wild out to something that you create. And you think it's amazing, but it's really trash. Like you're not an artist. You're not a producer. Every single producer I know, every rapper I know, every singer I know has created a song, music, and they thought it was amazing. And like, it wasn't far from it. So I'm not mad at Cassidy going off. What I am mad at are the two people in my mentions who decided to rap over said beats and then throw them under my tweet. Because this is their way of getting discovered. Oh, it's rough out there, man. Bruh. If, if you're starting from scratch in 2020, God bless you. God bless you. I could, bruh, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Do you want to hear either of these, either of these raps? No. Okay. One of them, I couldn't even, I, one of them I couldn't even get through. The other one was just like really, really bad. Mm. Like, really, like you couldn't catch the beat. But he was also trying to rap like Uzi, how Uzi will rap, and then he'll do like an ad lib and jump back into it, like da 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 da. Like he was trying to do that, but that's not the beat you do that to. Yeah, yeah, it was it was bad. It was bad. So Cassidy actually, so Cassidy got three hotels out of his out of his little run, right? And it's not three hotels, three three albums, right? He's got the one with Hotel and and Get No Better, right? He's got I'm a hustler. <laughs> you like that? He got three hotels. <laughs> I'm just imagining Cassidy <laughs> with a small franchise of three hotels. I was imagining his mixtape cover. He's playing Monopoly, right? He's got... <laughs> oh, 
Oh, wait. But all the attendants who work there, there are no room keys in the, in the hotel. They're all they're wearing all throwbacks. throwbacks. Oh, man. Oh, this episode is going to be crazy. You I'm can't, sorry. You Go can't ahead. laugh this hard already. I know. We're super early. My bad. Normally, we warm up, but the, the, the pre-show was kind of silly, too. Um, okay, so Cassidy had three. He had, he had three. So he had uh, Hotel. He had I'm a Hustler. Mm-hmm. And then I, I forgot he had uh, My Drink and My Two-Step. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. But if you're going to say My Drink and My Two-Step, yeah. don't you also have to say Get No Better? Uh, sure, you could. Okay. Why not? Okay. Were those his only hits? I'm looking. Was it, I mean, I'm those gonna, are all hits, though. They are. So it's Hotel. Get so no it's better. Hotel. And, oh, wait. So it's Hotel and I'm a Hustler for sure. And yeah. then his second tier is Get No Better and Drinking Drink Two Step. Yeah. Was, uh, was B Boy Stance, was that a single? Nah. It, I mean, maybe it was. Yeah, it was a single. I don't know if it really hit, but. What's on, what's on to the next one? Wait, what? Oh, he raps over it. Okay, never mind. <gasps> you I was like, like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It just sounds like the name of a Cassidy song. A lot of Cassidy mixtapes on streaming services. Mm. Very interesting. Still oh, mixed. right. And he was on, so he was featured. I forgot about Bigger Business. Yes. <laughs> it's quite a that's lineup. A, that's uh, even, my doghouse got a backyard. Who's on that lineup? That's uh, Swiss Beats. Yep. Baby. Yep. Jadakiss. Okay. Diddy. Yep. Snoop. Okay. Ronald Isley. Yes. Cassidy. Yes. TQ. TQ? Yeah. Wow. Boy, he felt, what happened to him? He's on the West Side. <laughs> I walked right into that <laughs> one, didn't I? No, what I was trying to figure out is what happened to Cassidy? So like, Drinking My Two-Step was a, enough of a hit. Mm-hmm. Did he just get dropped? I think all that, um, I wonder, some, man, somebody was in my mentions a couple weeks ago, and we were trying to piece together Cassidy's career post-Swiss, because there was the car crash, there was like the, the, the murder mur- charge. The murder charge. Where he went to jail, but um, he, he was Kanye in before Kanye because he gave his life to God for a minute. Drinking uh, Two Step is after that, though. Is it? It's after the. It's after he goes to jail. Okay. Okay. I legit. I legit do not remember. There's a drinking. There's a my drinking my Two Step remix with Kanye West. I'm not. I've never heard that. Okay, I'm gonna play it in a second, but I have to play this because this has. This is on the clock radio speakers. Clock radio speakers. Bingo, bingo board. Yeah. And we talked about it, but we did not play it. Oh, no, that's not it. My bad. Sorry. Dang, I did that. That's bigger business. Crazy intro. intro. My bad. Here we go. Sweet, sweet, sir. Show what they're dealing with. Okay. So, okay. So, we got asked a question. Yeah. On our pre-show of who we would invite to a hypothetical clock radio speakers. Um... Uh, 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 festival. Oh, how did I miss Swiss Beats? Now, Swiss has to be on that list. Yeah. However, we get to determine who he brings out. Mm. So, Ronald Isley 100% is who he brings out. <laughs> Ronald Isley does no Isley Brothers stuff. No R. Kelly stuff. He sings Big Business. He sings The Hook. Yeah. And then he goes into Back in the Game now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. And then he leaves. Mm. <laughs> That's all I need him for. That's it? Yeah. Wait, did he you- maybe- You, you don't want to do any Mr. Big stuff? I mean, he could do Contagious, but who's going to do R. Kelly? Me? <laughs> Us? You and I together, we're sharing a mic? <laughs> no. 
No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely no. not. Yeah, no, you're not going to, you, Mr. Tech guy, Mr. Mr. Make sure everything is straight. Oh, you're going to have like 12 mics there. <laughs> Everybody's going to get a mic. Okay, where were we? Cast. Um, so yeah, I don't, so I you, don't know. Yeah. So, so you, so you were, uh, so you shared, uh, you shared some music. I did. Yeah. I did. I did. Response was pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. So that was cool. I think I, I got some ideas now, um, on how to, you know, not necessarily ride that wave, but just trying to find out. I think the hardest thing for artists now is not creating the music. It's getting people to pay attention to it. Yeah. And so I think it's corny when I guess like I thought about this this morning because I was going to tweet it, but then maybe this is a good conversation to have on the show. So when I saw the two guys uh, tweet their bars or send me their bars over the Cassidy record, my initial thought was like, yo, that's really corny. And then I thought, well, could somebody say that about my video? Like, what's the difference? I'm using this thing that is currently going viral and making it about my art. You're being funny about it, though. Okay. I think that, you know, humor is subjective. Sure. But, you know, there's there's like sometimes you got to be in on the joke, you know, and when you like a rat when you're in the mentions, like rapping over it, like that's not really in on the joke. Yes. Sure. Now, if like if if they like somehow like sampled it or did something different or like took it and turned it right, took it and flipped it, then that's interesting. Maybe. Mm. But if it's just like, hey, here's me rapping over it. Like, I get it. But nah, I'm good. Yeah, it might have. I guess that might have worked like that. Does that work back in the in the mixtape days? Because that's what we would do, right? We would take a we would take a single and we would rap on it quickly. Right. 100%. So that works 10 years ago, even seven or eight years ago. But that is kind of like corny now. Yeah, it's corny now because because anybody who rapped over Follow God um, is just like a big fat no. Mm. But. Ten years ago, five years ago, oh, I'd have, I'd have hopped on that beat immediately. As soon as I heard, I'd text you and be like, "Doc, loop it." And I asked you to loop it ten, uh, five years ago. Yeah. Now, mm-mm. you know, I got to put some gongs on it first. Of course. <laughs> what? You have to. Yeah. Can't let J Arm steal yeah. it. Even though he stole it anyway. That's some. Re- that's that's when you know you're getting old and bitter. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Some, I'm gonna complain about J Arms <laughs> when I'm like 75. It's gonna be great. Who? Uh, Listen. Uh, he put his freaking airplane noise on it and he stole my... No, I'm just kidding. No, that's trash, though. It yeah. is trash. It's, I mean, it is what it is now. Like, it's over, but it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. Did we tell that story on the show? Probably at some point. We've told a lot of stories on the show. We have. I'm sure we're, I'm sure we're repeating stuff. Anyway. Spe- speaking of stuff from the old days. Yes. I, I, went, I went rummaging through my, my email today. Okay. And I, st- I stumbled upon... Um, an email from um, the guy who at least at this point was Mac Miller's uh, manager back in 2009 Okay, who uh, sent me a song that Mac Miller did over a beat I did like 12 years ago probably. Crazy. Yeah. I completely forgot about it. I totally ignored him. (laughs) Look at you. The email is so old that the manager is like, hey, if you want to hear more, check out myspace.com slash MacMiller1. <laughs> MacMiller1. <laughs> oh, man. And they're like, hey, we really like your beats, blah, blah, blah. Let me know what you think. And I didn't reply to him. Wow. Because I'm an idiot. 
But also wow. like, you know, I wasn't blown away or, I, you know, I don't know what the problem was, but I just wasn't feeling, I, I just wasn't, you know, I wasn't feeling it, I guess. You know, at that point, like 2008, 2009, I thought I was still going to like break in with like what, what the remnants of the G unit machine. Right. Mm-hmm. Because this is when I'm, I'm placing beats with Lloyd Banks on his mixtapes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, who is this new guy? Yeah. You can feel yourself a little too much, you know? So, yeah. So I heard it for the first time today in like 10 years, completely forgot about it. Um, when was the last time? Have you ever heard this? I feel like I have. Do you want to play it? Sure. What, what is it called in it, Dropbox? It is, it is just called Better Than You Do. Yeah. I definitely heard this. This that, is this is an old beat. This is like, dot. like three sixty. Dot. Yeah. Chill. Because when you got on live and played all my stuff <laughs> 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 from ten years ago, don't think I don't have. I found even older stuff in my email. Jesus. Yeah. It's good. oh god. Okay. I'm gonna make sure I stay on your good side forever. <laughs> you gonna unleash the flutes. Okay, let's do it. So this is a world premiere. This is a world premiere. This is a like eleven year old, almost like 10, 11 years old. Uh, this is Mac Miller, better than you do, produced by me from a long time ago. <laughs> oh my god! I remember this beat. Oh. <laughs> we probably should have like <laughs> prefaced. Might be show. some curses. I'm really sorry, everybody. This is a family show. Family show. I apologize. You might want to fast forward a little bit. All right. <laughs> All right, buddy. Okay. Gotta love, I, I definitely put my little snare repeat at the end, you know, just to make sure you knew it was mine. Of course. <laughs> I just want to talk about rappers. We're talking about the year 2000 on today's episode. Yes, we are. I feel like the year 2000 is the first time that rappers began rapping about brain. Mm. It, there is a lot of, um, we'll just say explicit rapping. Yes. In the, in, in, in today's show that we were going to talk about. Okay. Yes. Okay, for, sure, for sure. For sure. For sure. I don't know if that's <laughs> the first time. <laughs> you, uh, you want to go back? It, you really, really like that beat? You want to hear some more of that? <laughs> oh, I mean, I was trying to give people the exclusive. Well, okay. So here's this. Yeah. 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 If you want to hear the whole record. Yeah. Sign up to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash CRS podcast. Yep. Um, and Doc is going to let this fly. So if you are signed up to our Patreon, you should be getting some new Doc music. Um, by the time you hear this episode, there you go. Some new old documents. New, very, very old documents. You got to put that. You got to put that Lloyd Banks stuff on streaming services. Oh, that's. I feel like we got I mean, I have it on. I have it on SoundCloud, which is trash. But I have. Mm, nah, man. Like a real streaming service? Yes. You know, it'd be funny is if I got um, they probably they'd be like, yeah, you don't own the copyright to this. I'd be like, yeah, who does? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Okay, all right, listen. Doc has a past. People say that when they say we all have a past. Doc has a past. Doc almost signed a G unit. <laughs> That's not true at all. <laughs> Doc almost signed a G unit. He was real close. He didn't like the paperwork. But yeah, him and Shaw Money XL did a couple. 
did a couple records together. Him and uh, Doc Disson worked with Red Spider. <laughs> the story behind that, but behind that be the juice play, which is Lloyd Banks without you, mm-hmm. um, is uh, I was doing a lot of beats for Storm P at the time. Yep, shout out to Storm. Uh, rest in peace, Storm P. Oh, he died. Right? No, he didn't die. <laughs> sure. I know sure. something happened. But I mean, he, he went to. J- I mean, there was a whole like thing. Hold on, man. I'm gonna feel real stupid. No, I got, I got us. Right. So he went on trial. Like there was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. He went to prison for a while. Mm-hmm. But I thought, I thought, did he not die? I thought he died. Okay, let's look up his. I got his government. Yeah. Yeah. Last time he was. Yeah, he's not. On, I mean, you, he is nowhere on social media. That is for sure. Yeah. No. Nah. But uh, but yeah, no, he got into a uh, anyway. So Storm P. Um, who, uh, you know, he was a up and coming rapper. We'll say that much in, uh, like the mid two thousands. And I was doing a bunch of beats for him mm-hmm. and, uh, he had done a, he had done a song with 50 and, uh, mm-hmm. he's from, you know, he's from Queens and him and superstar J ran in some of the same circles as folks like, um, Shamani XL and other people. So, um, he got a beat like for his, for, like for his something for like his upcoming album that never really came out. Right. Cause it was all mixtapes at the time. Um, and Shaw Money produced it. And up until that point, like I was really getting gassed up by like Superstar J and everybody else. Like, oh yeah, you, you're going to be the guy for Storm and everything else. And I was like, oh, okay. I see how it is. <laughs> so I got kind of like mad and I made that beat and I sent it to Storm and he didn't do anything with it. You sent that to me too. I know. You said that to a few people. I sent it to a lot of people. I went back through my emails and I was like, wow, I was just throw. I was like, who wants these beats? Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> You, sir. <laughs> you, sir, you look like you could rap. <laughs> uh, listen, hey, if you are a rapper, because I know we have, we have a few artists who listen to us. Yeah. If you're, an, if you're a, uh, a rapper and you did the whole approach people and say, hey, do you listen to hip hop? Hit us up. I just want to empathize with you and like join you in the struggle. I don't clown you for that. I just remember those days. Hmm. I remember the days when it was okay to do that. And then I remember like when it wasn't. That was cool to do in like 02, 03. 07? Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Um, what else do we want to talk about this week? Um, you want to talk about this Drake Future song? Sure. Um, so is this the first single from a new collaboration? Um, well, there was some, uh, there was some What a Time to Be Alive 2 teasers out there. And yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if, People were putting two and two together because there were rumors about this song or if people have heard additional songs with this. Right. I'm not sure. Uh, it, yeah. I mean, this is, it's a weird song, right? I, I've, I've read some people try to say, oh, you know, it's got like a, almost like a, a sycamo type structure to it. And I was like, no, no, that, no, Th- this, this song is, uh, is a Drake song and a future song that they smash together into one. That does not imply what sickle mode tries to do, right? <laughs> it's it's kind of weird, right? I mean, it's it's like songs have beat switches and everything else, but like considering the nature of how music often gets put together, like this really just feels like, well, there's two different songs and they just splice them together. Did you get that vibe listening to it? Uh yeah, it could have possibly been two unfinished songs that they they liked and didn't know what to do and just said, I'ma just do this. Right. That's very possible. Um yeah, it's kind of it's fine. It's fine. I like I like the beat for Future's part better than Drake's. But I I mean I like I like them both. You like them both? Yeah, they they're both they're both they're both all right. It feels a little underwhelming. 
right? Like nothing's going on right now. So like if they had a real like crazy record, if if they put it out right now, it totally dominates the conversation because there's nothing else happening. So yeah. for them to put this out, either they don't have a whole lot or just a total heat check. And they're like, yeah, it's future and Drake, whatever we put out, people will, will listen to. I guess <clears throat> that, I guess this begs the question of does the song have to be a smash out the gate to get people talking? I mean, the video is clearly constructed to try to be memeable, right? There's lots of like, you know, Drake and Future kind of dancing around and doing some stuff. Like you can tell they want this to be shared. They want it to be re- like remixed and little clips and all that. I don't really see much of that taken off, but I guess there's always time for that. But yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like not that What a Time to Be Alive was like groundbreaking or anything like that. But when that thing came out, like they were able to take advantage. It was just like, oh, whoa, this is real. Oh, whoa, oh, and it just happened. You know, if they're going to do like a more traditional kind of rollout, like it's got to be a good song. Yeah. You sound like you're a bit more into it than I am. Um, I'll say this. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't run to it. I've been kind of like gearing up for this episode. Yeah. But I've heard the song three times, once on the radio, once on a video. And then again, yesterday, today, today. Um, I like it more the more I hear it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not running to it. It's not like crazy, but it's cool. It's cool. I think Drake, Drake's canvas is more suited to, there's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of caption rap in Drake's verse. Oh yeah. And then Future is, has the better beat and Future j- can just kind of like mumble his way through it and it works. I'm a little worried about Drake right now. Why? That war record was underwhelming. This isn't knocking me out. Are we on the down, the down slope of Drake? Not at all. You don't think so? Not at all. Okay. If this was like album stuff, if he tells us this is the single and then it, it underwhelms, then I'll, I'll wave a red flag. Okay. There's been red flaggable points in Drake's career. He's putting out music and we're like, ah. True. This, this, is, this isn't it. This isn't it. I think, he, I, think, I think people now, honestly, I think they're just like, they're cool with content, and as long as it's serviceable, people are okay. I think if something is flat out whack, then there's a we're ringing the alarm. Okay, interesting. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say about that? Nope. Um, somebody on on our Patreon asked us about this, but it it was good for the uh, for the main episode, so we wanted to bring it over here. And by the way, if you're listening to this, you keep hearing us talk about this. It's a uh, you can support the show uh, five or ten dollars. Uh, those are the two levels of support. Head over to patreon.com slash CRS podcast or go to clockwardyspeakers.com. There's a link at the top. We really appreciate it. Um, somebody wanted us to talk about the uh, Oscar nominees. Okay. They were just announced today. Um, you don't really pay too much attention to this, right? I haven't seen any, I still haven't seen the Irishman. Like I just, there's a lot of movies I want to see. I just have not seen them. Yeah. I have not seen the Irishman yet. I mean, so every, I think I talk about this. I've talked about this show quite a bit. Every year, uh, Marissa and I, we go, uh, we try to go and see a, uh, there's a, a local theater that does actually it's, I mean, it's AMC theaters. They do it all over the country, but, uh, we try to go see a best picture basically like marathon, right? So it's over, typically over the course of two different Saturdays. Um, and they show all the best picture nominees, the emergence of Netflix as a, a real force in movie making has thrown this into a bit of a, an issue because, Big theater chains and Netflix don't really get along, right? Big mm-hmm. theater chains, they want their traditional um, 
60 day window. I forget how long it is. Like there's a, a typical window when a new release is only in movies before it appears on streaming services. And that's because movie theaters, they want people to go. They don't want people to just go, well, if I wait two weeks, it'll be on Netflix. Like that would be a disaster for them. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and so last year was the first time a uh, Netflix uh, movie was nominated for best picture. That was Roma. Uh, and this year we get two, uh, the Irishman and uh, what is it? Marriage. Yeah. Marriage story. So uh, the best picture showcase that we go to does not show those movies. So there are nine pictures nominated. Um, so I guess we'll go see seven of them in theaters if we can at this at this thing. And we'll watch the other two on Netflix. We still have to figure out how we're going to go see these. But I think our intent is to watch all of the best picture nominees before, uh, before the Academy Awards. It's a tradition we do. Plus, I don't know. I think it's just an interesting way to, um, I mean, Considering how I like to prep for stuff for the show, it's not—I don't—it's not that different than the way that um, I might like want to prep for the Oscars. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I enjoy kind of watching them all and trying to like take them all in towards the end, as opposed to it is sometimes hard. Like you know, like we went and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because we're big Tarantino fans. So like you know, I'll see that one again. But like we didn't go see Joker when it came out because I suspected it might be nominated, and it was. Um, we held off on. The Irishman on Netflix because I was hoping that uh, it would get nominated and that they would show it in theaters because I, I think that'd be interesting to see on a big screen. Um, but they didn't make that work either. But that's nominated, like I said. Uh, 1917 looks super interesting, war movie, but that came out pretty recently. But we're like, nope, nope, that'll be that'll be nominated. So we kind of have a strategy we take that we, that we do all year. Um, the like the summary of like the of, of the Oscar nominees in general is basically Joker is nominated for 11. Uh, academy awards which you know that's a, a divisive movie did you see that movie the joker yeah yeah i saw it and did you like it yeah i liked it yeah i liked it i liked it i felt um, bad i mean people either like praised it or thought it was like the worst thing ever um, yeah. you know everyone's gotta have an opinion sure but Absolutely. um i'm you know i uh sometimes you know there's always like a hype cycle to this right where like um, and then there's like a backlash and there's like a backlash to the backlash. So like it's a compressed time frame uh, this year. The Academy Awards, they moved them up by like two weeks. So they're now the weekend after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. This is more like a meta narrative around it. But like for me, it'll be interesting to see like does the compressed time between when they're when the nominees are announced and when the awards happen, does that mean that you won't get as many like backlash and backlashes to the backlash because there's just not enough time you know what i mean yeah which sounds stupid but it it matters because these are people who are voting for these and people are susceptible to what they read about online or what they hear from other people you know what i mean yeah um but um you know i'm excited it's a really like the one thing i'll say which is i think is kind of interesting a lot sometimes uh the academy awards feels like they are sometimes like worried about oh is anybody gonna watch them and you know, are they in trouble, quote unquote? And a reason for that is because, you know, there have been years where they've nominated a lot of what you might call artsy movies, right? Like mm-hmm. independent movies that like no one has ever seen, mm-hmm. right? Which is not the case this year, right? Like they nominated, you know, uh, Ford v. Ferrari, which is Matt Damon and Christian Bale, right? Irishman, a lot of people will see on Netflix. Um, Joker, a ton of people have seen. Little Women is doing really well in theaters right now. 1917, a big war movie that was number one over the box office this weekend. Tarantino movie, which was big. Like they nominated big movies, you know, this year. You know, it's not like Avengers Endgame is nominated or or, or Star Wars or something like that. But 
these are still relatively like well-known movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so not only that, but also just like big stars are nominated in certain categories, you know, like, uh, I mean the, the supporting actor category is freaking loaded, right? It's Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Brad Pitt. Like if you've seen movies, like people know those names, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, you know, uh, DiCaprio and, and Joaquin Phoenix are nominated for for best actors. Like there's just big names and big like big name directors like Scorsese's nominated, like just all over the place. So like it'll be um I have a feeling this will be a popular Oscars for people to like talk about and to get into. And I'm 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 looking forward to that. I'm just looking forward to, you know, we're about to sort of plot this out, but I'm just looking forward to like watching a bunch of movies. You know, I love I love seeing movies. Um and uh yeah, that's yeah. pretty much all I got. Okay. So looking forward to it. Um, you know, I'll say this, if you listen to this and you're a big movie fan, and if there are certain, um, if there are certain movies that you wish were nominated or movies that you're excited were nominated or whatever, hit us up at CRS podcast. Love to know more. Once we actually get to Graham, uh, not Grammy night, Oscar night, I'm sure we'll talk, um, about the winners and how I felt about the movies and all that stuff. Um, it's funny. I said Grammys cause Grammys are coming up too. It's about to be that very busy, like time. Like there's just. I feel like, especially if you watch football, right? Like it's like playoff football, playoff football, then the Grammys, then the Super Bowl, then the uh, then the Oscars, and then it's NBA All Star Weekend. So like every yeah. weekend for the next like five or six weeks, it's just boom, 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 boom. Did you say Valentine's Day? I mean, that's in there too. Yeah, I mean, you know, I th- is that NBA All Star Weekend? Usually it is. Yeah, because I, I have a group of friends that <laughs> are torn. Right oh, you know weekend. what? Everybody. Oh, the calendar lines up nicely this year. It does. Because Valentine's Day is on a Friday. Correct. No, but, I mean, it's fine. Who, who watches All-Star Weekend on Friday night? No, I, I agree. Though I think the, uh, the USA versus the world game would be really interesting because the world mm. is probably just going to beat the mess out of the, out of the USA. <laughs> but um, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to celebrate it on that Friday. Some people might say, ah, we'll go out Saturday. I mean... Like if you if if you have somebody who you'd want to take out somewhere, you should probably be thinking about reservations now. I already because, I made mine two weeks ago. <laughs> because <laughs> Valentine's Day on a Friday, good Crazy. God! Yep, it could 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 potentially be a a payday Friday. Like yeah, oh it's, yeah, it's the middle of the month. Yep, yep. So yeah, if you should probably make your reservations now. We we made ours. Well, I made ours like a week ago. I was like, hey, get a babysitter now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, sorry 2021 all-star game falls on on valentine's day so that's a sunday mm, i don't think people are going to celebrate valentine's day on a sunday <laughs> i think more people are going to go friday and saturday still part and of the see, weekend right and that's nice because it gives you like this flexibility like you can do friday or saturday and it's mm-hmm. fine whereas this mm-hmm. year a little more pressure you know if you celebrate it on Saturday, it's like, well, you could have had Friday if you planned better. It's like one of those things. Exactly. You know, I, I'll say this though. Like, yeah. I'm going to be honest because mm-hmm. this is a safe space. Uh, all right. I don't really watch the All-Star game. Mm. You watch the dunk contest? Absolutely. Yeah. All-Star Saturday is the night that I, I gear up for. That's the night where I hook up with my boys and order food and we kick it. And like, that's what I want to see. All-Star, the All-Star game. It's cool, but we all know that number one, it doesn't really get exciting until like the fourth quarter. Right. You know, so eh, I'm not I'm not beat for that. But All-Star Game, yes. Or All-Star Saturday, yes. Give me all the All-Star Saturdays. 
just wanted to share that. It's totally fine. Yeah. Got any issues? You can hit me up at at Armand Wake Up. It's they, fine. they still do the skills challenge. Yep. Skills challenge is fun. It's fun to watch. Sorry. It's fun to show because they usually have the like the younger point guard because we're in such a point guard heavy league. Yeah. Like it's it's fun to watch, and you got like some of the like big guys like Jokic who are who are skilled, but they're big. Like yeah, it's it's cool. I feel like the Rising Stars Challenge should should have to play on Rock and Jock rules. They should they should have Rock and Jock. Um, people say that they should have King of the Court, but I know why they don't. What is King of the Court? King of the Court is basically like one on one. So it's like okay, so Doc, if you and I are playing, and I believe this is how it is. If somebody, if I get it wrong, somebody hit us up on Twitter and, and let us know. But say you and I are playing one on one. Yeah. I score. I score on you. You get the ball back. If you score on me, then I get the ball back, and we just basically play until somebody misses. Okay. Um, and then say you score, and then I don't. Then I'm out, and somebody else comes in, and you play on the same rules. And basically, it's a list of people. Say it's eight people. All eight people play through. Whoever's last man standing wins. Mm. The NBA can't afford to to showcase one of their superstars getting cooked one on one. I'm not even saying that to be funny. Like. Just hypothetically, if like if KD cooks everybody, it doesn't help the league. If Kawhi kills everybody, it doesn't help the league. If LeBron gets like crossed up, like it doesn't help the league. It doesn't help LeBron. I think it'd be great if they had um, like all the older players do like horse. They had horse one year. It was great. And it was great. It was amazing. I I don't know why they got rid of it. It was fantastic. Kawhi would be doing these weird mid range shots. The person you don't ever want to play at horse, of course, is Steph Curry. Also, you don't want to play the guy who doesn't have an arc and like gets Mm. real detail-y about his shot. Like if he calls, yeah, no arc. So you have to shoot it like Kawhi. It's not just making it from the same spot. It's shooting it like him. Yeah. Yeah, I can see Kawhi being that guy. But I agree. Yeah, you don't want to play Steph Curry, but he might not. Is he playing again? He's coming. No, not yet. He might be coming back this year. They might actually get him back this year. Listen, y'all about to mess around a little and let the Warriors get another dynasty. And Warriors like, we're just going to give up this one season. We, you know, we'll lick our wounds. We'll get our young guys some confidence, some ticks, some playing time. And then we'll get a draft pick. Everybody will come back. And please. Y'all thinking Blake Carrington. They're thinking more like me. <laughs> Four nephews. By the way, what happened to Jay's child? And that's, you know what? I got to save it. I got to save it. Mm, is that 2000? Yeah. Well, get my list. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.